Hailing frequencies open, sir. Well, hello, everybody. And welcome to the seventh, sixth, seventh, seventh episode of Star Trek Strolls. My name is Marie of Kobayashi Marie. And good morning, how are you? I just, just passed my neighbour there on the street, gone for his uh, morning paper. Yes, so uh, episode seven of Discovery, and it is, yeah, Unification Three. Now, um, I did go back and watch Unification One and Unification Two from The Next Generation season five. Um, you don't have to because they cover. Um, the fill-in, enough of what you need to know uh, in the Discovery episode. But it, you know, it's just the very basics. So you, it's, you, yeah. Um, but having watched the two, it is nice then to see the third and to see the, the through line. Uh, and it was the bit that I'd the bit that I picked out when Spock actually said it could be centuries before the unification happens and they are centuries ahead so this is precisely what happened uh, interesting seeing Michael's reaction to seeing her brother older, much older when she was watching the excerpt from Picard's logs so it's funny because she didn't. The last time she saw him, they were similar age, and then a year later, he's on screen as an old man. So I liked this episode for many reasons. One of them, I guess, because it was a bit of a throwback, because we got Vulcans and Romulans, and we got the. A justice, morality, purpose, truth, candor, uh, being on trial, in a sense, with the quorum. Uh, and in a way, I, I wonder if it's um, kind of, although we're not having a hiatus mid-season, it did feel like all of the talking around in the quorum about getting hold of the data, sharing the data, trusting each other, um, led Michael to her conclusion that she does belong. Which, you know, she's been up and down about, but now she seems to have accepted that. That doesn't mean she's not going to go rogue every now and again. James Kirk went rogue, so and in a sense that's not an issue. It adds to the spice. Um, just wonder where that puts the relationship with book, obviously, but not sure that's going to make much difference, to be honest. Um, so he seems to be fairly recovered after the uh, ordeal last week. 
We didn't get to see Rain, I guess is still recovering. Um, we didn't see Adira this week. And biggest disappointment, we didn't see Philippa. Uh, it was like she'd had a... She gets a week off because she had a big week last week. Whatever. I know, they, they can't have her every week, but I like her. Saru made some pretty big decisions this week as well. I do think... I'm not saying he's a bad captain. I think he's naive, maybe. But everything is done with the best will. It, it just balances out Michael's... Uh, impetuousness I think um, the two of them in that sense but he is just, just a little bit naive isn't he with with his dealings which is great I think that I do think he'll be a great diplomat once his captaincy ends and one of the other things that he's done this week is he's pointed his new number one well acting number one and he's asked Tilly to do that because he thinks it's the best thing for the ship now you kind of see it coming in a way but I think it's good that it's only acting and I don't think she'll keep it I just hope she doesn't get put in any too awkward situations because I'm not sure she's ready for that yet her mirror universe person would be, or her pretending to be mirror universe, Captain Killy, might have done, but that was an act. Keeping it up with, with her friends as her subordinates this is a different matter altogether. I think she's what Saru needs, but I think he needs her more as a personal advisor than a number one. Imagine if he's away on submission and she, as number one, then takes over command and they get involved in an altercation. I'm not sure that's going to go so well. Um, which will give a good story, but what makes me worry about Tilly? We'll see. We'll see. I can't imagine her taking over Riker's start. I might be completely wrong. Um, her strengths, and she has many strengths, but they seem to be elsewhere. It was a bit cheesy when they all gathered round and said, say yes, in the way that they all said yes to Michael when they were going to come with her through the wormhole. So I had an echo of that there. but think that um, Nielsen might have been a little bit more miffed than she was she was probably next in line but you know the needs of the many outweighing the needs of the few maybe although as Madam President of Nibar points out that's what caused the problem in the first place. I like Madam President. I like her a lot. Maybe she'll keep popping up if she's the Navarre leader. Um, quickly talk about Michael's mum appearing. Was not expecting that. Um, 
so very good. I do like that fancy thing she's got around her head. I'm trying to work out how they made it, but anyway, irrelevant probably. Uh, yeah, that was unexpected. Um, and I like the, well, I like the connection to Picard with the with the warrior nuns and the Kawat Nalat and the absolute, the way of absolute candour. Although, if that's your mum supposed to be backing you up in a trial, or a quorum or whatever, um, I think I'd want a little bit more moral support than, than absolute candour. I guess at the end we got, she got to the bottom of the feelings for her, but and they had a very touching moment at the end, but it was very uh, very harsh on occasions. It's got a bit windy now, so I'm not sure how that's affecting what you're hearing, but anyway. And I think the final thing to say is about and also it's another connection to the Picard series is the fact that Nibar exists and is shared by the Romulans and Vulcans um, is that it refers to Mr. Romulus being destroyed which we know all about that from Picard, that's what drove a lot of that series so it's nice to see the pieces being joined together and no, Vulcan wasn't destroyed. Vulcan was destroyed in a different timeline, in the Kelvin film timeline. Uh, but in our prime timeline, it was Romulus that was destroyed and Vulcan remains. I think overall, I liked this episode and I think possibly because it just reminded me a lot of episodes in the past with the trial the you know logic uh, being used as a a tool towards um, unification I guess or towards consensus so I liked that I did like it very much so we'll see where we go Um, as I said I think we I'm wondering if Michael's reached the end of this little mini arc and has decided that she is where she belongs with her family Um, and so now we'll go after more data and see what caused the burn and whether she or whether Discovery needs to end up back in the original timeline who knows bigger questions to ask there so I will say goodbye for now and hope that you'll come back next week for episode 8 of our walk of discovery and another Star Trek stroll. Take care. Welcome to Discovery. Let's go.